everybody and welcome to our For the Parents podcast episode 7 um, where we are wrapping up our conversation about uh, being on the same page. We ended on um, I do know what we ended on, I promise. <laughs> oh god. I think it's actually I like the fact that we end our day with this and that we are like just like exhausted. Cause I mean that's kind of what this is about. Like it's it's not about necessarily the easy parts of parenting. Yeah. And so it's like we're already in that mindset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. It makes it like that much more authentic. And like <laughs> relevant, yeah. It's not like we're having oh it's like the best day it's like the start of the morning and a nanny has our children let's talk about parenting that sounds like a dream uh where can i sign up for that life yeah just kidding i love my life but okay we ended on we didn't come to a conclusion about whether like whether we should be on the same page as parents in front Mm -hmm. of the kids and i think it's largely because um because Jesse changed my mind a little bit. I was 100% like, yes, we should be on the same page because otherwise it creates chaos. But you were saying how, well, and actually, like, we both, like, I came to that conclusion too. Like, it's not just about no, because I said so. And, like, nobody can question me in the moment. And maybe we can talk about it later. But we're not trying to raise kids who just follow the rules. Uh, personally and but also but also it's like I say that right but at the same time I think it's really important to uh to say that parents mental capacity mental limits are extremely important too and so it's finding a balance maybe maybe it's not it's not about being on the same page or not like i'm we both we both are on the same page about like wanting to be safe okay like wanting our kids to be safe we're both like a hundred percent on the same page about that i as the stay-at-home parent and let me know if you're a stay-at-home parent let me know if you feel the same way i don't have a very high uh risk tolerance that i allow ollie to experiment with because i have two kids that i'm taking care of my attention is very much split like the whole time that i'm with them I can't 100% focus on Ollie unless Kai's asleep. And even, like when that happens, like, okay, you know, yeah. But then I also have to think like if Kai wakes up right now, is what Ollie is doing safe? And can I leave him alone for a second to go get Kai? You know, I don't, I, I can't be like, I can't be like, yeah, Ollie, you want to climb that ladder? Do it. Like, let's do it together. No, because I have Kai in my hands or somewhere, Yeah. you know, and it's like, it makes a lot of sense. No, don't climb that ladder. 
And by the time Jesse gets home, it's like, like, after so much pushing of the boundaries, which is normal for Ollie, I'm at a point where I'm like, no, you just can't do that. Like, you just can't. I have no room for discussion in this moment in time. My mental capacity is, like, spent. But Jesse comes home and he's like, yeah, let's climb the ladder. And I'm like... We've already kind of talked about this. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like... But I'm saying, like, you changed my mind because... Because at the same time, like, if I'm not at that capacity level, but Jesse is, like, who am I to stand in all these way of exploring? If there's somebody with him that's going to give him the safety that he needs, like, uh, you know, and that's hard because I think that, I think that, like, maybe if that happens, maybe what can happen is that, like, when you come home, and Ollie wants to do something, I'll say, I don't know, let's ask Papa what he thinks we should do. And we create a discussion where you can tell me, like, basically, as we talk to Ollie, you can tell me and Ollie, like, where you're at. Even if I might know, because for the past week, we've been religiously doing sort of the red, green, yellow, and it's really worked for me. Like, I really appreciate it. I know where he's coming home at, and I I mean, I'm sure you love knowing what you're coming home yeah. to. Um, and so... I don't know what do you think like that seems like a good way to like not have it be so black and white yes we should be on the same page but it's up for discussion because yeah i think uh it's like it's such a a balancing act because i agree like i want my children to question and i want them to question like the things they're doing and like why they're doing them and what the importance of them is like i want to build that critical thinking in them but I also want them I I think it's just like the age that they're at that it's this probably I'm hoping this will happen based on the way that we're parenting but it's also still kind of a theory in my brain but when I say like no this is the rule you know that I don't do that very often and so I need you to just trust me you know what I mean like I'm hoping hoping that we're building that and that's kind of because i i feel like as long as we're building that like in that method works well do you feel like you've built that up no i feel like he pushes my boundaries a lot because he knows that i'm flexible yeah and that like that's kind of that's frustrating sometimes when i'm like this isn't a boundary you get to push like it's just not because that you're not mentally there. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not there. And like I know that normally I'm flexible, but right now I'm not. And I I, I feel like like he he being Ollie, like Kai's not at the point where we are even having those discussions with him. But with Ollie, he's at a place where he's figuring out boundaries as it is and like what rules go where and when they go where and like I feel like we're doing a pretty good job of not super confusing him with that as he's figuring that out and like we're not being a hindrance to that process for him. But I'm hoping that the way that we're doing it and maybe the way that we've been communicating it and will communicate it will allow us to find that balance where when we do put our foot down, like he knows we mean it and there's a reason behind it even if he can't see it. And right now he's like, he doesn't trust that at all and so i don't know i don't i don't really have a strategy or when 
that conversation comes into play at what age where it's like, hey, I know that normally I'm flexible and that you don't trust me when I say no completely because you don't understand it. But like, 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 yeah, I don't know. How do we build that? Like, how do we build that? Like, I'm saying no and trust me. Like, I know I tell you to question everything and you know that I don't say this often, but no. Like, or like, this isn't happening. Well, um, for example, like, okay, we have these little, we have this like huge window um, uh, upstairs and it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't open, but underneath that huge window, there's like two side windows that uh, open and Ollie absolutely loves, well, he pushed, <laughs> he pushed out the screen. He like shredded the screen. He shredded the screen. <laughs> so we took it out. It's like a little. But like, yeah, and he absolutely loves to just stick his head out the window and say hi to people coming in or working out there, like, like walking by, walking and everything. by and everything. <laughs> and it's just like, for me, that's a very hard no. Yeah. But he is so. so I don't have uh, like, especially if it's just me by myself. Uh, and I have Kai and Kai is being extra needy because he's teething and everything like and I don't have hands like what do I do like the only thing I say to him is the only thing I can say to him is only your head (laughs) only your head I say only your head out the window and he knows he knows and if he even starts to like inch a little bit more out I kind of go crazy on him a little do we have background music It was, oh my gosh, hold on. We got some background music. Is it like, does it go with the conversation? Just turn it down. Fine. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, um, okay, so, you know, and I go crazy on him. I go crazy on him and I like sort of kind of yell, but I, like, oh my God. Like, he could fall out the freaking window. You know, like, that's uh-huh. 100% a safety issue for me. Obviously, for Jesse, too. I'm not saying, like, yeah. he doesn't care. <laughs> no, it wasn't planned. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Uh, and so, that's how I control that when I'm, you know, like, he knows. And if if he sticks out yeah. more than his head, I'm I go crazy on him and I, like take Kai from wherever I have him with me, obviously, because he's like, and I sit down right in front of the window and I don't let him, and I literally don't let him mm-hmm. be near that. But how would you handle that? Like, how would you set that boundary for him? Normally, like, normally if it was just me, I would do the same thing you do when you have Kai, but if it was just me and him, I would just redirect him to something else. You know what I mean? Like, I would tell him why um, that's not safe. And I think we've demonstrated that a few times, so I just, like, bring those things back up. Like, hey, remember when you dropped your pacifier out of the I window? freaking tore that pacifier And she, up. like, Sam went down <laughs> and got it and, like, tore it up so that it was, like, really ragged. And we were, we've been, like, transitioning off of those anyways. And then she, like, brought it to him and said this is what happens to things that fall out of the window 
And so, like, it, it's hard because I feel like he's so freaking careful. And he is, like, he knows the boundaries even when he's pushing them. It's not like he doesn't know. Like, he'll, like, he'll run towards the road and then just, like, dead stop at the sidewalk. But it's freaking terrifying. Like, when he's, like, when you're just, like, you turn your back for one second, he's, like, running towards the road and you're, like, sprinting after him. He just stops and just, like, looks around. He knows not to go on the road. Oh my god! But it's like, you know what what he said to me yesterday? We yesterday we were outside at the end of the day, and um, we were like, we put like a little. Was that yesterday? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was (laughs) yesterday. It doesn't matter. The days all blend together. But I think it was Sunday, and um, I accidentally started water play like with a freezing freezing hose water. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to. Okay, we were like really like thinking about like decorate like. Their play space, and mm-hmm. I wanted to clean something off, but the <laughs> the hose was like, like mm, it was like broken everywhere. or something, and it yeah. sprayed everywhere. I literally drenched myself deep. and Ollie, and he was just laughing so hard. He thought it was the funniest thing, and so I was like, "Yeah, yeah. all right, you can." Water. I was like, "Go for it, do it." Um, and I think you were like, "I'm out. This is on you. Like, <laughs> if you want to do this, that's on you." And he like went inside and I was with Kai and I had Ollie and Ollie, like we turned off the hose because it was like, I'm, you can only spray what's in there. And, um, and we had turned off the hose and he sprayed the rest of it. And obviously it wasn't like as much as he would have liked. And he got really sad and mad. And he said, I was being mad to him, which is how he says that I'm being mean to him. And I'm, he said, you're not listening to my feelings. And I said, we, th- we had agreed on this. I said, we agreed on this. And he like, Try, he opened the gate to go out into the front yard. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Ollie, no. Like, And he was like, I'm not going to go out onto the road. Like, he said that to me. That's awesome. I didn't know that. So, And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, well, where are you going to go? And he said he wanted to go inside from the front. And I was like, f- like, fine. I mean, if that's mm-hmm. if that's what it takes to get you inside yeah. and no, not have a lot of drama, fine. And he did like, and it was like a beautiful transition. Yeah, sometimes he does that. Like he, he like he asks something, and then he actually transitions himself with it. But sometimes he asks for something, and then he just asks for something else, and then something else, and then it's just it's a just downhill like spiral. Down. The, like every single time, there's like more and more sadness, like yeah. that comes from a no. It's like, yeah, no, it's just a no right now. We have to go. We're done here. And then I, one of us carries mm-hmm. him, and we're like, we're really sorry. And then we talk about our feelings. He hates it. He hates it. But I just, ooh, yeah. I just, we just, and he gets, but he's getting a lot better at talking about our feelings. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting. That's true. So, um, I don't know. Do you feel like that's a good transition? Yeah, or we can. No? We can transition. So our next topic, uh, is kind of like a lot of people. I think are still very like adverse to talking about this and I'm not, you know, like comfort level for sure, but parental rage. Ooh, a lot of people call it, call it mom rage, but really it's parental rage. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot more stay at home dads, but also dads are parents too. And they have to parent like they just have to, they have to start being a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you don't, you know, want kids and that's, but then why would anyway? I'm focused. <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh 
my goodness. Oh my, it's so real. It's so real. And I just want to preface this by saying, Mm -hmm. if you ever find yourself, which I say if, but I mean, if you never, if you've never gotten parent rage, then you are a hell of a lot better parents than Jesse and I, (laughs) like, like. Yeah, like just that, like. Mental capacity wise and emotional capacity wise. It just like bubbles inside of you until you can't stand it anymore. And I, I like never get mad. Like before we had kids. That's true. Like I maybe less than a handful of times got like upset. Ooh, and that made me so mad that he would never get mad. We would, I would fight. I would (laughs) fight because he would just be like, why are you so angry? I would fight at him (laughs) about why he would not get mad. Like literally. Uh, It's true. Like, and that's, but I mean, like I have. Like, to the point where, like, I don't know, can I share this moment? I don't know what moment it is, but I guess so. We're going to be vulnerable with Uh, you guys. So, Uh, like, to the point where, like, years ago, like, a few years before we had kids, my mom and dad and Sam got into, like, a screaming match at each other. Like, and I walked in the door from work or school or wherever I was and like two of them like <laughs> screaming at each other and i literally like mediated coached them like here's your perspective here's your perspective this is the miscommunication here like what if this what if you could see it this way like or like how do you feel about like like total like mediation like straight faced like i was just like kind of like what the fuck is going on here but i like like I didn't get attached to either side of the argument, and um, going from that state like that of mind, kind of state of mind where you never to then like within like the first month. I think I have to go get Ollie because of course, because of course, why freaking not? Um, but continue. You might with find it. okay, yeah. To like going from that state of mind to like within the first month of parenting, like us like screaming at each other after being together for like eight years and like barely, yeah, you gotta go. And like barely getting upset with each other was just like, it made like, I feel like for me, it made me feel like, am I supposed to be a parent? Like maybe this isn't what I was like meant to do, but now here I am. And it's not like I didn't have, beautiful moments and love being a parent in a lot of other moments. But I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. And I don't know if maybe other parents felt the same way I do and slash did about it, where it's like when I get mad and it's like, they're not even doing anything wrong. They're just being babies (laughs) or like being like being infants or toddlers. And like my mind conceptually knows that. Just like in every other thing that's happened in my life where like I didn't get mad, like, but for some reason that conceptual knowledge is not enough to keep me from like just boiling inside and like wanting to squeeze the life out of them. It sounds so bad that like, and obviously I would never, and I'm sure like 99% of parents would never. And then you hear about those like stories on the news. I think it's like, It's just one of the things like at the hospital that Ollie and Kai were born at, like they make you take a little class. And like one of the things that stuck with me was like 
if you know that they're not hungry and that they're clean and they're like crying and screaming and like you can't do anything about it, especially during like the purple phase, um, just walk away. Like just like put them in a safe location and walk away because that is so much better than the alternative of like losing your shit and being in a state of mind that's like not like where like you're unpredictable. You know what I mean? Like you're sleep deprived, like you're like you're frustrated, you're nervous and scared and like wanting them to be okay. And like all of those things inside of you, let's like have no outlet. Um, so yeah, I like, that's my perspective on parent rage. Um, like the, <laughs> even with the kids you almost never get mad yeah i know um dude yeah like i like i don't get mad when they make mistakes like i don't get, it's not like like oh like ollie spilled something now i'm going to like freak out and like throw the table it's like normally like and, and i don't i don't want a blanket statement and say like all parent rage comes from this place but for me it's when like my expectation like I like I have an expectation of something that's going to happen or that I want to happen or I get excited about something and then I can't do it because like that unexpected piece of parenting you know like you don't know when or what or like the timeline of them like going to bed or waking up at night or having a bad day or like hurting themselves selves and having to like go deal with that at like going to the hospital or whatever that like things that throw off a schedule um when you like when me when I have an ideal like that's when I feel those things the most like for instance if I'm like really excited about this podcast or like whatever game we're playing next and I'm like oh my god I can't wait until eight when we like go live and like have an amazing time and in my brain if I'm like I really hope that they don't wake up tonight like I'm just like praying that both of them stay asleep and that I don't have to go up and help and I can just sit down here and hang out and like, oh, that would be amazing. Like if I think that thought and that, and I'm like attached to that thought and it doesn't happen, like that's when like it starts to bubble. And if that's like a continuous thing and it's like the end of the stream and I'm like, wow, like I've been up here all night and then I'm like up there longer, like it's just like, gets to me and then if I'm like oh like I want to wake up early and go to work and like I have all these things planned and then there's like a rough night like oh like all night I'm just like so pissed but if I like if I don't have that expectation normally I don't have those emotions I was talking about uh I sorry I talked I talked about my perspective on parent rage or like like how I feel about it and where it comes from for me and I like that. I don't want to say that it's like this for everybody, but for me, I think it comes from like expectations versus what actually happens. You know what I mean? Like I don't like if I'm if I if I'm like eh, like they're probably gonna wake up, and I might not be here for most of the podcast. Like I don't get mad, right? But then like if if I'm like please please don't wake up, and they do, like that's where it like starts. Like that's like the starting point. For like what could be a downhill spiral of emotions. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it always comes from that place, but. Well, I don't, for, uh, for me, sometimes it comes from that place, but sometimes, uh, Kai's moving now. 
sometimes it's like I'll be back because I just it's easier. It's not necessary for me. It's not necessarily like the expectation. Even though, like I said, sometimes that does happen. But for me, sometimes it's like I get to that point where it looks like he stopped. I get to that point where I can't take it anymore. Like, okay, you want to be awake, but like, I'm so tired. And can't I just get a freaking break? Like, a break. Uh, you know, like, it just feels like, for me, it's a build-up, too, of, like, constant abuse, if you will, from the children. <laughs> We're I mean. not gonna take it. <laughs> no! It's like, <laughs> oh, and so, but I also want to say, no, I, before we even, like, start talking, I did, I did want to preface this by saying, like, if you ever find yourself in that situation where you are at a red and y- there is... Leave the room. I said that, yeah. Oh, okay, you did. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, you need to leave the room. You need to leave the room. The kids will survive. I mean, obviously, like, I wouldn't leave Kai on the bed. I'd put him on the floor, but I would I would get out. Or in his playpen. He has, like, a little playpen. Mm-hmm. And I would just leave him there until I could calm is down. I had to do that. Yeah. It is Kai. I had to do that with Ollie a good couple of times. Um, And at first, I... I felt so bad the first time that happened. Like, I remember the first time that happened. I was crying. Ollie was crying. And I just couldn't take it anymore. And obviously, like, I put him there. And I, like, lay down on the bed. And I, like, cried. Um, But I just couldn't take it. Like, he just... I was tired. I needed a break. I really, really needed... I was home alone with him, obviously. Um, and I just couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take it anymore. I just needed to like, to be away from that situation. Um, and for me, that's like, it's happened a couple, a good couple of times with Ollie, like when he was a baby and it's happened a good couple of times with Kai, but I have, I like, Ooh. Other people also cause rage in me if like but I I guess that's not like parental rage, like like if I'm sleeping Kai and other people are like around and they start to like and he's like having a rough time going down and they start to be visibly affected by him, like you know, and so they start like commentating and being like, Ooh, he's having a rough time. Like that gets me so upset. so upset um and i don't take it out on kai but i'm mad i'm i get so mad that he's not going to sleep you know what i mean um like i'm transferring that like anger towards to kai i mean i don't do anything but and i and i I leave the room if i get to that point um yeah, so I guess a lot of, like, a different things can cause parental rage for me. Um, and it's normal, though. I, like, I, being a parent is so hard. And it, it's a 24-7 job. There's no holidays. There's, and even, even if you go on holiday, even if you go on holiday, you're still thinking about that. You're like, you miss them. 
you miss them because you love them. And maybe for like the first day you won't miss them, but come the second day you're like, I miss them. Those little fucks, I miss them. <laughs> you know? Um, and I will say this though. I don't get mad. I don't get that rage towards Ollie anymore. And it's because he's older and you can like reason with him. You can like talk to him, you know? And at some point, I won't get that rage with Kai anymore. Like, for example, last night. No, the night before last night. He's had, like, a good couple of rough nights recently. Like, all night long rough nights. And not this past night, but the one before. Excuse me. He just would not go back to sleep after waking up I think it was like around three o'clock in the after, in the morning and I tapped out I woke Jesse up and I was like I can I cannot I cannot handle this anymore I can't handle this and uh I was like both kids are on you and I grabbed my phone and I lay down on the floor and I played a game until I calmed myself down like Completely. I literally, like, I could not have gone back if I had not been fully calm. I calmed myself down completely. And only then did I put my phone away and come back into bed and take over. And at some point he passed out and it was fine. But yeah, there are definitely, like, at three o'clock in the morning, last night he was awake for like three hours from like two ish to like five. And I. <laughs> was so mad but I didn't get I didn't get to that point but oh I was so mad oh I was so mad just go to sleep and like today I called my mom in the morning and I was like we had a rough night like he didn't sleep and obviously like I'm looking for pity for me like for sympathy for me and she was like maybe he's teething and I was like yeah like okay maybe he's teething but like but like it's also shitty for me too. Like it's and I, I like I'm not I'm not I'm not go, I'm, I'm not trying to be like me 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 or whatever. But like this is for the parents. Like for you for you. Like your kids are are learning things. You're learning things together. What they're what they feel and what they're going through is very much um, important. But you're important too. You're important too. You know, as a parent, you are important to your feelings, your um, mental capacity, everything. It's really important. And you need to take care of yourself, too. Otherwise, I mean, I know from experience and maybe it's not so with you, but from experience, like if I have a really horribly crappy night, it's really hard for me to be a happy, positive parent in the morning. Like, it's very, very almost impossible for me to get that level of, like, compassion and being there for them. And, like, it's hard because I'm so tired because I'm sleep-deprived already as a parent. I don't know. Like, I could probably, if we went on vacation, Jesse and I would probably, without the kids, Jesse and I would probably sleep, do nothing but sleep for like two whole days just to catch up on our sleep and feel actually rested since the day that guy was born. Well, for me, it was like before because like I said, I had 
hyperemesis is really bad. And so I was I was up all night when I was pregnant with Kai throwing up. Um, I mean, with Ollie throwing up. Um, So I was already sleep deprived. I was already sleep deprived by the time Ollie came. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, we would probably sleep for two whole days, like, just pass out till we were, till we felt like, like we'd caught up on enough sleep um, to be people, <laughs> you know? Um, and so I'm already sleep deprived. And on top of that, I get even more sleep deprived. And it's really hard for me to, um, to be the kind of parent that I want to be. Um, yeah. So I think that, it, I think that a lot more people should be talking and normalizing, um, parental rage because it is, it is, it is, I think, very prevalent, even though not a lot of people like to admit it because you feel guilty. I feel guilty. Like, that's probably, that's that's why I cry. Every time I have to walk away from any of my kids, I cry. I cry because I feel guilty, because I'm so overwhelmed, because I'm so stressed, because I'm so mad. Like, all of these emotions are, like, like boiling, like, just bubbling deep inside me. I, I feel so guilty that I can't be the kind of parent who wouldn't get mad at something so something that seems so um trivial like like that they won't go to sleep or that they're having a rough time going to sleep like well you know they're probably teething or their tummy hurts well yeah like all of those things but like you know, like I feel guilty that I let my emotions get the better of me and that I couldn't be there for them the way that they needed me in that moment. Like I'm sure when you feel like crap, you want somebody to like to take care of you. And if they are feeling like crap, they probably want my compassion. But it gets to the point where I can't give them my compassion. I can't be that parent for them because I have emotions that are see that are just like seething over the top of my, you know, emotional bucket or whatever. And, and it's hard. So you feel guilt. It doesn't mean you're a bad parent. It just means you're human. <laughs> it just means you're human. I think, um, I'm, I'm getting really like, I'm getting really animated. No, energized. Is that, I'm getting very like, I want to say emotional, but I don't feel like that's the right word either. Whatever. I'm getting really pumped about this conversation. Um, because I literally just had an episode like <laughs> two days ago and it feels very fresh in my mind. Um, and I remember, I don't even know, like maybe, maybe my fo the phones are psychic or whatever, but like, I like right after that happened, I remember I was scrolling through Facebook and, um, and an at like a, an article came up that maybe somebody shared, maybe they didn't, I don't remember, um, about parental rage. It was an article, and it was titled, like, Mom Rage, uh, but, you know, parental rage just in general. And and I sent it to, like, two of my mom friends, and uh, one of them was like, I really needed to read that article today. Thanks, like, I needed that today. And it just, like, made me feel like it's such, like, I have been, like, just like probably a lot of you, like, 
I have had so many moments of those, but I don't really talk about that. When you get together with other parents, like you don't really, really talk about those really hard moments where you're like sobbing on the floor because, you know, your kid won't go to sleep or because they won't leave you alone or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I know. I know that I signed up for this. That doesn't mean that it's not hard. Um, that doesn't mean that it's not hard and that you don't deserve compassion, that you don't deserve empathy and and or and it doesn't make you a bad a bad parent at all um at all in fact I think I would wager that like if you are conscious enough to know that you're having like one of those moments and to walk away and to like to calm yourself I'd wager that you're actually a really great parent for knowing your limits and knowing when to walk away because sometimes people don't walk away um and tragedy happens you know um and I'm not saying that what they what people who are in those moments of mental insanity I'm not saying that what they did is right in any way shape or form I don't condone that you definitely need to step away but it's not too hard to understand like their thought process of feeling like they were probably like very overwhelmed nobody was listening to them and taking and they didn't take the steps necessary to Maybe because they couldn't. I mean, I don't know their situation. You know, it's just a tragedy overall. Um, so the fact that you even like in your heart of hearts, you know that you walk away and that you do what needs to be done to keep them safe, even though you're having one of those moments, I'd say that's like epic parenting, you know? So cheers to you for real. Cheers to you. Cheers to me. Cheers to everybody who knows to walk away when those moments happen because I think inevitably they do happen and if you if you don't get them like I said you are a far better parent than me um and that's okay because I'm I'm doing I know I'm doing my best and I know that I'm I'm what I'm doing like my top uh, words is like I don't have any words anymore guys I'm so tired my top concern is keeping them safe and as long as they're safe and I need a minute I'm out like I'm out you know we have this little playpen and um it's not that little it's like a good it's like a good I don't know I don't know about dimensions right now my brain can't even process I don't know it's like uh it could be like if I I can lie down in it so it's probably like five feet by seven nine I don't know you take you take a guess. You haven't seen it, but I'm sure you can guess better than me. And uh, it's just tall enough that if Ollie is inside, like there's like openings, but you can open it from the outside only. You can't open it from the inside. Um, and Ollie likes to get in there with Kai. And if I put them both in there, neither of them can escape. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing that happens serendipitously um like today I was like opening these I bought a calendar for like a classroom calendar for um just for Ollie and and for Kai because you know we're gonna homeschool and I like put it up somewhere you do you guys know which one I'm talking about like if you go to a preschool maybe even kindergarten I don't know they have these like blue like calendar huge like calendars um and it's like a blue cloth almost with like little laminated little pockets. Um, and you can put in like the month and the and, and it has like slots for the days and whatever and the days of the week. And anyway, I bought one of those and um, it was a lot more work than I thought, like taking apart the little 
uh, the months and the days of the month and, you know, spring, summer, fall, different holidays, uh, the year. Uh, it was just uh, weather, you know, it was just really a lot more than I thought than I had bargained for. And Ollie was getting kind of bored with that. And all of a sudden he was like, he likes to pretend that he's baby Kai. Like that's a good like game for him. He like just pretends he's baby Kai and he like crawls around and you know, cries and whatnot. And, uh, he said he wanted to be in there. So I put him in there. <laughs> I left them in there. I was sat like right next to them, but I left them in there. They were both like, I want to get out. And Kai was crying. But I was like, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And then I finished it. And then I finished it and it was glorious. And then I let them out and the chaos ensued. But it's just like my favorite. I was telling them that my favorite thing that happens is when Kai, uh, Ollie wants to get into Kai's playpen mm -hmm. because he can't get out. <laughs> he's stuck it's like his little prison <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. and i've thought about it like whenever i'm home alone with both of them and like hi is sleeping in the room but he like wakes up i've thought like if i can't get ollie to like not barge in and like start oh. like talking really loudly i'm gonna start putting him in that that's your timeout pin in that little pen um <laughs> <laughs> but oh. thankfully today he was like a dream so it was fine I, mean, we, I talked a lot about, like, the different ways that rage sets in for me. Um, mainly, like, being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And then I talked about how, like, other people can instill rage in me. And then I transfer that rage onto, like, say, Kai when I'm sleeping him. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm sleeping him and he's having a hard time and people are like, oh, he's having a hard time, then leave. Like, nobody is asking you to be here in this room with me. Like, if it's frustrating, I know he's having a hard time. Like, I know. <laughs> it's like an instant trigger and I'm instantly, like, furious. Yeah. So there's, like, different things that make me get ragey. Yeah. I think mine's mainly expectations. And then sometimes it just happens, like, there'll be, like, one of them will wake up, will be crying, and I'll be like, oh, this is okay. I'll just go in, I'll be like chill, and then I'll almost have them asleep, and they'll start crying again. I'm like, it's okay, it's fine. Then, like, three or four times later, I'm like, oh, you better go to sleep. Yeah, like, it's just like it hit, like, it just, it just comes out of nowhere sometimes. Most of the time, it's like expectation. And maybe, like, I go into it without an expectation. I'm like, oh, this is actually like he's going back to sleep pretty well. I think it'll work out. And then it doesn't. Maybe maybe it's always expectation for me. But it's like, do you feel like it? So it's just expectation. Like in that scenario, it's not like, just go to sleep. Like I'm not like I, like I get that you're exhausted, but I can't take any more of you like not being asleep. Especially because like with Kai, mm -hmm. I remember with Ollie, he was like in between us. Yeah, and so. We, I would just let him, like, move around until he decided that he yeah. wanted to pass out. Until he started being able to climb up onto the head, you know? Mm -hmm. But Kai, he's on the edge, like, with a bumper. And I just can't let him, like, do what he wants. He's going to climb up top of the bunker of the bumper and, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what he would do. Like, he might, he might. Yeah. But I think either way, like, it's, like... If I were to expect to be up all night and not have any plans for the next day or whatever, like, it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, But it's because I'm like, I want a good night's sleep and I think I'm going to get it tonight or like I should get it tonight. 
and tomorrow I have these things I want to do and that I need to do. So I need to be rested for those. Mm -hmm. So like when they wake up, then it's like, I'm not going to be as rested as I need to be tomorrow. I'm not going to get to do all the things I want to do or need to do. Like I'm not going to get the sleep like I thought I deserved tonight. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and like those expectations pile up in my mind. That makes sense. And that's like, I feel like where the rage comes from for me personally. I just feel like I don't have expectations about the next day. Like, I don't think that far yeah. in advance a lot because it's like, it's probably going to be a shitty night. <laughs> yeah. One of these days. And it's like, I expect it to be a shitty night. And even though it's a shitty night, it still makes me mad that it's a shitty night. Yeah. So it's like, like for me, it's not yeah. like a breaking of expectation because like I've already expected it to be horrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if you have so many like shitty nights in a row, eventually like there's a... You just can't take like it a anymore. a pessimism that sets in where it's like even the little things that really aren't a big deal. And like if you really thought about them, not you, but like if you... Like, if you think about them aren't a big deal, it's, like, they become a big deal because you want them to be, like, you're, like, in that fighting energy. Yeah. That's because you get to that point where you're, like, oh, I'm going to take on all the fights. Oh, I'm so mad. I'm going to take them all on. Those, they don't know what they, you know, bit into or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I was not a ragey person before we had kids. Maybe I started to get that propensity when I was playing Destiny Mm -hmm. a little bit like online but i also said that that we've been like sleep deprived pretty much i've been sleep deprived since before since i was pregnant with ollie because i was throwing up a lot Mm -hmm. at night but like we've been literally sleep deprived since ollie was born and i said if we ever were to go on vacation without the kids the first two days we'd probably just pass out until we completely felt like we were human beings again yeah. Like, just nobody to wake you up. No reason to wake up. Just yeah. pass oh out. Oh, my gosh. It would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It would be the worst, though, because then you'd have you'd have that, like, yanked away from you. Well, I mean, like, I I know. <laughs> like, ex- expe- like yeah. what expectation would be, like, <laughs> there's no expectation that you could have where that wouldn't be what was the future anyway. So, I know they're both just... So insanely, I knew Kai would be. They're they're both moving, guys. I just we want you to oh, know they're. But look at Kai, look at Kai, and you know what? He's probably about to break a tooth. Uh, Tylenol doesn't work for him. He doesn't care. He cries anyway and wakes up. Uh, Motrin doesn't work for him. He doesn't care and he wakes up anyway. Uh, the only thing. Nope. That I found. That works. See you guys later. The only thing I found that works, and I I know, I know what you're going to say, and hey, you do you. And I own, it's like liquor, you know, like whiskey. And I only put it on his gums. Like, I don't, I put it on my finger. Like, it's just like, and I don't douse my finger. I just like on the tip of my finger and I put it on his gums and it, and I also have this other thing, actually, but sometimes it just doesn't work as well. Um, it's like a teething rub with, like, clove and I don't know what else. Um, and sometimes it works. It's like a hit or miss, but whiskey, 100%, it just, like, numbs that gum up so well. Um, yeah. Like, if Kai, if Kai continues this way, 
all night. Like today, he hardly slept. Try as I might, he hardly slept. He did not take his full naps. He didn't sleep that much last night. I, in my heart of hearts, know that if this is how he continues all night long, I might have another rager. I might. I might have to tap out. I might have to be like, Jesse, take Kai. I'm out. I can't. I can't even right now. I'm already so tired. I hardly slept. I hardly slept last night because Kai was tossing and turning. I was with both of the kids all day today, obviously. Um, but Kai hardly slept. And uh, and our family just left that was visiting. So it's like our my first day, like, completely back with the kids, just, like, by myself after having, like, you know, our family visiting and helping out. And it's just, it was just, like... It wasn't that bad of a day, but I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I told Jesse, like, right before we started streaming, I was, like, almost barking at Jesse, like, but I, it's not like I was mad, but it's just like I, and I said to, like, but I, I, I said to him, my love language to you right now is uh, acts of service because my words can't be nice. Like, I just don't have the mental and emotional capacity to say nice things to you and talk to you and talk with you almost in like a civilized manner uh, because I'm just at that point like mentally and, and emotionally I'm wiped but I helped him with the dishes it was his turn for the dishes and I helped him with them um, and I uh, took Kai when Ollie I mean when Jesse he had to use the restroom but Kai started moving and I just I took Kai like no questions asked because I knew that I couldn't like be there for him like verbally I was just and he was like hey uh what should our topic be and I was like oh my god I just told you um yeah so but uh it was our first my my first day back with the kids just like by myself and it wasn't too bad it just I'm just exhausted I'm just exhausted we even had a picnic out on our out on our trampoline that Ollie calls the jumpy jumpy which I really like um and uh, we took some carrots out there and some uh, beef jerky. And he had his little cranberry juice, like, with water. Like, definitely overcut with water. And, um, yeah. And and we took Kai out there because Kai didn't stay asleep, obviously. And, uh, yeah. And it was a really fun time. But I'm just... I'm just wiped. I'm just so wiped, you know? It's like pretty much almost the end of our podcast hour, but I see that Jesse got him to go back down, so I'll let him come back up and we'll finish it up together. But yeah, like for sure, please, like if you're watching and you and 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 you know, comment like about like your experiences with with uh, parental rage and everything, um, we definitely a hundred percent want to uh, want to engage. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to, you know, commiserate with you because it's it's still so taboo. I I told them I said if he if he doesn't if this is how it's gonna be at night, I might have another rager. I might just tap out and be like, I can't. Mm -hmm. Do you have any parting thoughts? Not really about the rage topic. I think it was like I didn't, I hadn't thought so far ahead about like why, and so it was cool to like just in the moment be like, well, why do I? Why personally do I feel those things? Like, where do they come from? 
um, it's not going to like stop it from happening. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but, no. No. but it's just kind of nice to know. I had an interesting thought that is definitely like a big, more like theoretical, like ethereal topic. And it's like, just like the concept that I know that there's theory and science behind children in development, but the fact that like every parent, like their, like their decisions about how to parent are based on what they think is important about raising a child. Mm -hmm. But like, that's different for every parent. And then like on top of that, there's like, we've talked about this before, but like the ideal versus what actually happens. So it's like, here's what I think is important about, parenting mm -hmm. and then here's what i actually am able to do and then like that's the version of like development that a child gets <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like it's just like it's crazy to think about every like yeah talking about development i also noted that i don't really rage with ollie anymore because he's at a level yeah where we can just like i raged at him today a, a tiny bit I mean, it was like it was like two about seconds, it. mm -hmm. and it wasn't at him. I mean, it was about him. It was at but him, but I didn't. I didn't like direct the energy at him. No, it no, was no. just like in the room, where I had brushed his teeth, and while I was looking for his pajamas, he ran out mm -hmm. and grabbed some tortilla chips. And Sam was like, "Did you already brush his teeth?" And I was like, "Oh, I know what that means." And I walk out, and he's just like looking at me eating potato chips. I mean, tortilla chips. And I was like, "Ah." <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That anyway. No, that's fine. That, so maybe that's a cool topic for next time. Or we might find a, like, a more interesting one. I think that was just kind of, like, ethereal. Like, yeah. the whole, like, rules and, like, mm -hmm. um, each parent, parents, the way that they think needs to be. Yeah. But uh, anyways, maybe it needs to be fleshed out more. Anyways. I'm not Sorry. just, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just. So tired. <laughs> Me too. I'm just going along. I'm just going along for the ride. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining our For the Parents podcast episode seven. Uh, tune back in next Tuesday at eight o'clock um, Pacific Standard Time for our next chapter. Um, episode eight. Episode eight. Uh, title. To be determined. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say TDA, but then I thought. TBD. Yeah. Let's support each other as parents, as people, as people who are yeah. going through similar things. Yeah. Kai's up moving. We might as well no. just. We might as well just end now, guys. No. He, he chilled out. Take a deep breath. I need to chill out. You do. Like, that's. A, I'll get. Some, I'll start getting some parent rage if he starts waking up the moment we get off podcast, and I'm like, just want to take a minute before bed, and then he does that, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna take more minutes before bed, and then the sleep. What is it called? Deprivation sleep? cycle. No sleep. Resisting. What is no, it called? Sleep. Uh, guilt. No. <laughs> sleep. We talked about it before. Yeah. Fuck us if we can remember it's the name sleep. of it. Revenge sleep. sleep, sleep revenge. revenge sleep, yeah, begins. Because you're like, I'm not going to go to sleep because I haven't had a moment to myself and I'm not ready for tomorrow to come just yet. But I don't know if I can stay awake. Oh. All right, guys. Well, thanks for life? coming. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just, just 
What is life? Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, we love you. Have a nice evening. Pieces. Peace deuces. Pieces of Reese's. Reese's pieces. <laughs>